Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. The name Coney has had a particular world prominence this year with the Coney 2012 campaign to track down and bring to justice the Ugandan militia leader of the Lord's Resistance Army, Joseph Coney. He's been indicted by the International Criminal Court for Terrible War Crimes. It's claimed he's ordered the abduction of children to become child soldiers, some 66,000 of them, and sex slaves. A massive movement sparked by a social media campaign film earlier this year has set December as the deadline for him to be captured. My next guest has a unique insight into this hunted fugitive. She became one of the many wives of the Coney compound at the age of 14. Through a series of quite remarkable, deeply disturbing events, she somehow survived and managed to escape. And now, at the age of 22, having survived unimaginable trials, Pollyan Akello is in Australia, where she's telling her story for the Gifts for War Brides organisation, and she's joining us now on Open House. Pauline, thank you so much indeed for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you. Your story began... Pauline, in your village about eight years ago, as you were hanging out your washing, can you explain to us what happened then? It was in the morning, around 11 a.m. in the morning, when the rebel uh, attacked in our home, and they met me. They found me at home, actually, with uh, my young brothers and sisters. There was no way out I could run. So they came, and they just grabbed me, and they told me that uh, I should walk with them. I had no alternative but just to move with them. Were you afraid? I got it, yeah. Did you have an opportunity to resist them? I did not actually because um, I was scared. I thought they would kill me. They then took you into the bush and into the Coney compound. That day we met a very big group of the Elarare in the bush. It was just something that was unique. I, I, I didn't knew that that was the life that these people lived in the bush. It was a turning point and negative things that I had never seen in my life. Uh, one of the men who was abducted from my community was killed right that day that I was taken, right before me. And they told me that they are doing that because they don't want me to escape. And they want me that should I try, they will kill me the way they have killed that man. Pauline, what were the women used for in the Coney compound? Many young girls were given to, to fight us, to serve them as housewives. Once you refuse to be with the man you're given to, you're either being killed or they shot you. Can you tell us what Joseph Coney is like when you met him? Tell us what he was like for you. He has some unique character and behaviours. When he's giving a command to fight us, he's very rough and rude to the fighters but when he comes back to the side of the girls it's a bit soft, it's not so hard once he gives an order that thing must be done and if not he will either kill that person he can just decide to kill anyone so he was a rough person actually How did he treat you? He was good to me, I never received any punishment from him Pauline, he says he's a spokesman for God and a channel for the Holy Spirit. He said, yeah, that he has the Holy Spirit from God that guides him in everything that he does. But 
me, I don't believe it is true because we know that the Holy Spirit that God gives cannot do dirty things, cannot kill, cannot destroy, cannot abduct, cannot make people to suffer. But to me, what I believe is that he is somebody with a devil spirit either in him or is having some kind of a magic things that lead him to do things that he's doing. And the funny things of him is he knows things before it happens. And if they are, the, 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 the enemies are about to attack him or they are coming against him, he knows them before they arrived. I don't think he really has a Holy Spirit or I don't think he's really a spokesman of God. I don't believe it, but what I believe is having a, a devil spirit in him. Pauline, at the age of 16 in 2006, you fell pregnant. That's right. And it is a miraculous story of survival. Can you take us through what happened in your pregnancy? I had a long labor pain for two weeks. I failed to deliver my child. For two weeks? For two weeks. I had pain for two weeks, so... I lost energy and I could not actually make it on my own. So my child died. I didn't get to see my child and I didn't carry my child. When I, after my delivering, that's when I had some problem that uh, I needed treatment. I was taken to Nairobi Hospital for treatment. And from there, you managed to escape. How did that happen? I decided, even when I was still there, because that was my major prayer to God, and I knew, although that problem happened to me, I knew it was the right time that God wanted me to come out. So I decided that very day that I will never step back again, going back to the bush. I was strong in heart because I knew God was with me and I knew God was bringing me out and that was the chance. So when I was discharged from the hospital, I came back home. I had my passport, I had everything. So I had a friend in Nairobi, so I told her about my plan, and then uh, they helped me out. They got for me a hair ticket, so that's how I escaped out. Thanks to God. Glory be to him. Pauline, what's the fate of the other women in the Coney camp? Do you ever think of them? I think of them. I have many of them who have left there who are my friends, and I don't know whether they're alive or not. I think of them a lot. Yes. You later had the opportunity to meet the man who first abducted you. Right. Can you tell us what that encounter was like? I met him in 2008 when I was from Kampala coming back to reunite with my family. Um, when I met him, he introduced himself to me. So I saw him and I said, yes, I remember you. So uh, I thank God that you're back home too. So he was scared, thinking I was going to do something wrong on him. Yes. But then that was not my intention. I told him, feel free. I've forgiven you. Right from now, I just see you as my own brother. And look at me as your sister. We are not enemy. I knew it was not your own making or your, own, uh, your decision to come and do such a thing. But you were forced to do it. Because you, you two were forced to stay in the bush. You were also abducted and taken there. So just feel free. I've forgiven you because I don't need to hold you in my heart. Holding you in my heart will give me a heart pain and a burden. And it will block my blessings from God. I came back because I want to start a new life in that society, in the community where I'm going to stay. 
So I don't want any more enemy. I don't want to hold anyone in my heart. So I forgive him. And then he asked me, are you sure you've forgiven me? I told him, I'm, I'm speaking right from my heart. I'm not only just talking, but I'm speaking what is in my heart. I've forgiven you. Up to now, as I speak, I look at him as my brother. It's a wonderful act of grace. With the Kony 2012 campaign to have Joseph Kony captured and brought to justice, do you hope he will be captured and brought to justice? I don't think it will really work because it's really hard to get someone who knows something before it happens, like Joseph Kony, who knows about the enemies who is coming against him before they are even arrived. I don't think that thing will really work out, like catching him. It's very hard. And now for you, you are starting to become a human rights lawyer. Yeah. Why are you doing that, Pauline? As a woman, I've seen how girls suffered. I personally went through it in the bush. Back in the community right now, as I speak, we have young girls being forced early marriage. We have young girls being raped by people in the society. We have women being kicked out of the house by men just because they are not educated. So they look at us girls as source of income in the family. But I want to stand and I want to do human rights law to defend girls, to defend women, to make sure that women and young girls are given chance to get education so that they can be able to stand on their own, so that they can be able to stand and speak out for their rights, so that they can be able to take people who sexually abuse them into court, and they can stand and speak out in the court. If a woman is educated, it's like educating a nation. So that's why I want to do law. I want to do law to make sure that uh, women's rights are strengthened. And I'm sure they'll be deeply grateful for both your story and your work and the world will be a better place for it. Pauline Akello, thank you so much indeed for joining us. You're welcome. Thank Thank you. And as I said, Pauline's in Australia with the Gifts for War Brides organisation. We'll put the details up on our Open House Community Facebook page. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.